0: Why are some kids so hesitant when other kids are so bold and boisterous? Do you have a hesitant child, a shy child, and you wonder how you can help them? If so, stay tuned. That's what we're going to talk about today. Are you tired of repeating yourself with your children and wonder why they don't listen? Are you frustrated that your kids argue, whine, or debate with you? Are you afraid you're doing the wrong thing, but you're not sure what to do? Hey mamas, you don't need to stay overwhelmed and exhausted. My name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush, mom, grandma, and speech language pathologist of over 25 years. In this podcast, you will find solutions to get your kids to listen better, understand the clear communication and the boundaries that benefit kids, and all while enhancing your relationships. So if you are ready to build deep, meaningful connection and create a more peaceful, productive, and happy home. Listen in. Let's interrupt the way you've been parenting so that you can become the parent you want to be. It's playtime. Let's go. I've heard it said that shyness is hereditary, that it can be genetically passed down. And in a way, I think that that probably is true. However, it's very difficult to separate what is nature and nurture in this situation, because if you have a shy child and you have shy parents, those parents may or might not enter into the situations that challenge their ability to stand up and be seen. Now, to stand up and be seen does take a level of confidence. Some people are naturally more confident and some are not. But all of us are able to build our confidence, and they're able to build our confidence in ways that allows us to do the things we actually want to do. But how do we build that confidence when our child is doing something or not doing something that we want? Today, we're talking about the hesitant child, the child that is shy and doesn't do the standing up and being seen in front of others. And, And the parents sometimes can be scared. Now, I'm going to rewind back to when my daughter was in kindergarten. I needed to bring something to her. I can't remember if it was a lunch or a pair of shoes, whatever it was, but I brought it to her kindergarten class. And at that time that I brought it in, it was sometime in the late fall. She had been attending kindergarten for a couple of months in the public school. And when I walked into the room, she got up from her desk and she came running across the room to me and she hugged me and started crying. And she didn't want me to leave. And so I talked to the teacher about it later. And I, of course, I left my child in the classroom, you know, after hugging her and loving on her and trying to make her feel more confident and and then sent her back into the room. And I talked with the teacher. She says, I have never seen that behavior from your child. She's always seemed happy when she's here. She does everything she's told to do. But it's interesting, the teacher said, because I've never heard her speak yet. I heard her talk to some other kids occasionally, but very seldom. And this was because that child was very shy. Of course, at that time, I was quite concerned and wondering what it is I can do for her. And in retrospect, I'm thinking back about what it is that I actually did. What is it that created the situation where this young woman has blossomed into a person that can talk to whomever she needs to talk to on the phone or in person, in any crowd, in front of a crowd, whatever it is? What made the change for her? She actually played parts in drama as she got older, and she is not shy anymore. So how did confidence get built in her? And here's some things that I thought about, and that I came to were the change makers for her. The first thing I think we all need to do as parents, and this happens in nearly every situation, we have to honor where the child is right now. So we have to join where they are. In order to make their first steps, we have to be where they are. Talk about hesitation and shyness without shame. It's not bad. It's just where they're at to acknowledge that, oh, yeah, you feel this way or that way, to talk about the feelings that are present. Maybe they're fearful and talk about what might be bringing them fear. Maybe they have doubts in their own ability to do the thing that was asked for them to do. And at that point, we can say, I wonder what we can practice. Hmm, what What might we be able to do to help you feel more confident? And this kind of conversation will get the child to understand that you're on their team. Maybe you'll find along the way it is just truly resistance. Sometimes it is just truly resistance, not resistance from fear, which is a form of resistance too. And it might be resistance from the not understanding. They just feel frozen. And the other thing is might be resistance because the child is angry. And we don't know why they're angry or what happened. Maybe they're angry with us and we don't know it because they don't know how to say it. And they might not even know that that's what they're feeling. And yet they're reacting to some resistance. I want us to consider looking at the hesitation or the shyness from the perspective of resistance. But don't think of resistance as positive or negative. Just think of it as a thing right now. It's a barrier that is within the child, a barrier that the child is facing. And how is it that we can get them through that barrier? Now, before we begin, I'm going to give you a little story that helps you put it in perspective. If you get into your car in the morning and you try to turn the steering wheel to the left and the right, it's difficult. But if you turn it on and you engage the gears... (laughs) It is easier to turn the steering back and forth. Now, that's because you have power steering. But if you didn't have power steering, what you would do is you would get the vehicle moving. And when the vehicle is moving, then you can steer left and right much better. That's the way I want you to think about your child. Get your child moving in the direction you want them to go, and then you can steer them. But when they're in resistance, it's like having a vehicle without power steering that is just Still, to steer it left and right is very difficult. Here is another metaphor, a picture, so to speak, of how to think of your child's challenge, your child's barrier. Imagine that you have a ladder, and I want you to take out three rungs between the steps. Now, instead of having little steps to get up the ladder, you have a meter's step, like a whole three feet or so, from the first step to the second step. And maybe that first step is going to be a meter off the ground. So that first step is so huge. If you wanted your child to be able to climb a ladder, what would you give them in order to get up to that first step, that first rung? You would probably give them some kind of stepping stones to climb on, maybe a different kind of, of stairs or something like that, right? And you would make them things they're familiar with, things that they are comfortable doing things that they can do. Now let's go back and think about those two word pictures from the idea of resistance that your child is experiencing. What is it that we can do to help them get past? First, honor where your child is. That is, no matter what it is that you're going to work on with your child, whatever you want to teach your child, that is your first step. Figure out where they are right now And honor where they are right now. And in this case, honor doesn't mean to edify or to make big and great and wonderful. It just means to see it, to hear it, to accept it, and to know it. So honor where they are right now. And that looks like talking about their feelings, talking about what you see, and asking questions in a very tame tone that helps the child know that you are just trying to learn about them what they're experiencing. So that's step one. Step two is to take what it is that you want your child to do or what your child wants to do and break that first great big step down into smaller steps so that the child can, can feel confident about, yeah, this is what I need to do next. And they feel like you are there with them. You are on their team. And the third thing, to get your child moving so that you can steer them. Now, what does that look like with actual everyday experiences? Let's say you want your child to do the dishes, and your child is not going to do the dishes. They're just resisting it, and they're fussing. You can play the parent card, and you can say, get in there. But you can also step into language that encourages them by saying something like, Hey, you get started on the dishes, and I'm going to dry if you would like that help. And let your child decide. Maybe you want your child to talk at the dinner table. Maybe you want them to say grace. Maybe you want them to tell you about their day. Whatever it is that you want your child to do, to speak at the dinner table. What does that look like? If you're saying grace, that might be taking turns with the lines within a memorized prayer. It could be you saying thank you for the, and then everybody says something. It could be that you help them by even giving them the word they're supposed to say. Say thank you for the, and when it comes to you, you say your new shoes or whatever it is that the child you know is excited about. Remember, your first step is get that vehicle moving. Get them starting to talk. The starting of the action is steerable, but when it hasn't yet started, it's very difficult to steer it. Maybe your child is a teenager, and they are sitting at the table refusing to say anything. In that case, the getting that child moving probably has something to do with talking to them about their feelings, their experience in their school, because angry or, or things that have happened are very real possibilities and probabilities at that age to validate where it is that they're at might be the getting the vehicle moving. Sometimes a child will take out their anger and start yelling at you, also about you. And sometimes it really has nothing to do with you. It is the getting the vehicle moving. And I will encourage you, if that's the case, to just keep saying to yourself, we'll talk about that later and just make a note, And say to your child, I'm going to write that down so we can talk about that later. And just write down their thoughts. Because sometimes they'll just spew terrible things at you. And it gets them through like getting the vehicle moving so that they get to what the real core problem is. And then they come back and say, I really don't think those things that I said, I'm sorry. And at that point, if you have taken on everything that they have said, you will be exhausted and upset. What their real core issue is typically comes later because it's the same concept of them getting the vehicle moving and then they get to what it is that they really mean. Let's say your child is younger and they're shy hiding between your legs and you just simply want them to say hi to grandma and they haven't seen grandma in a while and they don't have a relationship that's strong with her. So that's really hard for your child. In that case, talk to your child ahead of time See them for where they're at. We're going to see grandma today. I know sometimes it's hard for you. Let's practice what I want you to do. I want you to, and then reach your hand out and reach their hand out and shake hands maybe. Maybe that's what they need to do. I would encourage you not to force big conversation, not to force hugs, but I think they can say hi. And that would be a small step, getting the vehicle moving. Let's say your child has taken a part in the theater. And then they're going to freeze when they get on stage. Maybe they're 10 years old or something, and they have a part, and now all of a sudden they're just terrified. What can you do in that situation? It is the same thing. The resistance that comes from within them looks like hesitation, looks like shyness, but in that case they could be fearful. Get them in front of the family repeatedly. Get them in front of you repeatedly to practice their lines. You practice their lines, making mistakes in front of them, letting them see that nothing bad happens to you when you make mistakes with their lines. Act it out. Be confident. Let them see what confidence looks like. Let them see how mistakes are handled. And let them see they're still loved and there's no judgment and off they go and they're fine. When we have a shy child, it is our natural tendency to want to encourage that child into doing it you can do this come on like a cheerleader but i want you to consider if they are having barriers resistance fears concerns like we just talked about anger they don't understand if that's going on for you how does it hit you when somebody says come on you can do this and they try to pump you up to do it it backfires doesn't it we don't like that When somebody tries to push us, because it only feels like pressure when we don't feel capable or confident, or maybe we have, and we have our barriers. Rather for us too, what we like is for somebody to break it into smaller steps, to encourage us by coming alongside of us, to be able to do the next thing. Therefore, to encourage your child to just get out there and do it is something I will say to you to hesitate about so there are four examples of how it is that you can help your hesitant child or your shy child to overcome the resistance within them to overcome the barrier within them in order to do what they want to do or to what you want them to do and one was honor where your child is right now two give them a small step in the right direction and three Give them, Help them do that small step to get them moving so that you can then steer them onto their next steps. Lovingly give them examples to build their confidence and overcome the doubts that stop them. I hope this helps, and I would love to hear from you if you decide to implement any of these things and let me know how it goes. Remember Mama's. When you get behind the eyes of a child, you can speak in a way their brains understand. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you feel hopeful and want to hear more, please share this podcast with other parents that might want the same. I would be so appreciative if you would rate and review. You can also connect with me through the email found below.